Because there's not enough podcasts in the world. I'm doing a podcast. Loz and Tomo present. This could be a podcast. Your podcast sucks. The Loz and Tomo podcast. Oh, hello to you. This is the podcast, Loz, for 2023. We're doing it a little bit differently this year, mate. Hello to you. Hello. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. A little bit more raw, mm. a little bit more uncut. That's it. I think a bit's still going to go on air. Mm-hmm. The decent bits. That's it. The tidy we'll bits. Pick a couple of bits and it will uh, jump on Saturday morning weekend breakfast. But I'm looking forward to this. And, it's uh, going to be like freeform jazz, that's mate. That's it. You've, you've got a little bit of a glint in your eye with a couple of the topics you're running with. <laughs> you on the tuba. <laughs> I'm on the trombone. And we've got our new producer this year. Haven't you guys led on your feet? Oh. Both of you two. Seriously. Oh, tell me. You've Hello, really stepped it up Mr. this year Basso. with the producer. Mm. Yeah, great to be here. Oh. Very excited. It's good to get back sort of uh, male slanted, actually, with the Loz and Tomo show. Oh, hello. Because we've had a couple of the female producers and just not cutting the mustard, Jesus. Tommy, so welcome. Well, I like distance myself from those comments. Tomo's um, been watching a lot of Rogan. Um, <laughs> a minute into it. Yeah, we're already getting a little bit sexist. Yeah, I, Loz and Tomo. I hate women, actually. <laughs> Oh, Let's man. hear another Joey Diaz the story. experience here. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, welcome. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, yeah. brother. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this is going to be a lot of fun. Should we get Rip Snorton into it? Yep. Yep. Let's kick it off. Laws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. Now, Laws, you brought a bit to the table today. You want to talk about secondhand embarrassment, yeah? I have. So I, when I was younger, I used to really enjoy TV shows like well, movies like the Ben Stiller stuff, so Meet the Fockers oh, and yeah. Meet the Parents, and I would watch Borat mm. and, you know, Bruno. And basically I can't even have 10 seconds of that on now. Oh, really? Excruciating. Super sec- bad? Super not as – I don't know what it is. It's like the deep humiliation yeah. of – you know when Ben Stiller – even in like um, what is it? Something about Mary. Oh yeah. Like that entire movie, he's just walloping himself. Right, like with the hair gel sort the of. The hair setup. gel mm. getting his winnie and the wheelie and the fly. Mm. It's just non-stop and it's excruciating. And some people really enjoy that. Yes. And there's this show which it's devastating to me because I grew up sort of in a family and I was one of them obsessed with this show. Curb your enthusiasm, Larry David. Now, Loz, I've got to be honest with you. I know that uh, theme. I've heard that so many times, but I have no idea what that show's about. I think it's on TikTok a fair bit, isn't it? He just does, yeah. And they they use that music whenever, like, a curb sort of situation comes up. Yeah. But he just sort of is consistently... You know when you're with one of those people who isn't afraid to confront the waitress or you know, confront a friend if they think they're being annoying mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're walking on eggshells around them the whole time yeah. because you're mortified for them. So my beautiful wife now, Charlie, yeah. she is she's 100% all over this, right? Mm. So the other day I rolled into Mitre 10 to grab a couple of hose fittings, okay? And they <laughs> oh, no. were as tiny as you get. It's a male-to-male hose <laughs> fitting, which is incredible <laughs> that we're calling it that in 2023. Insane. Yeah, isn't Insane. It? I'll just grab a female piece, thanks. What? Everyone knows exactly what's going on with that. Because it's the innie, isn't it? That's the innie. And the Audi's the boy? We, yeah, the Audi is the little, uh, oh, it'd probably be about 20 mil, the 20 no. mil piece. Yeah, but what about the actual? <laughs> That's it. I'm not talking about yours. <laughs> yeah, mail to mail, thanks. <laughs> what do you got on that big? <laughs> anyway, so I've put, I've put three of them on the counter yeah. and the bird behind the jump goes, that'll be $21.50, thanks. Yeah. And I'm like. Uh, oh. Like, no, I've grabbed an extra two. Not that I need them, just to put in my collection. I'm yeah. like, 
are you telling me these are $7 a pop? And she's just like, yeah, yeah, seven. I'm like, you have got to be kidding. Anyway, so I've gone, I'll just grab one, thanks. And Charlie's next to me, walks out the yeah. store. Excruciating. She would have just paid for it, no worries at all. <laughs> Off she goes. That's it. <laughs> You're just standing there. <laughs> no way. Seven dollars each? <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't include GST, does it? Oh, what do you mean I have to pay extra for sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Lambs, Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. I think there are two groups of people in the world. The, mm-hmm. the glass half full, the glass half empty. Actually, there's a third category. The glass has nothing in it. Oh, I, yeah. think, I think they're, and they're real, just happy they've got a glass. <laughs> they're in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Dark times for them. That's it. They don't even <laughs> They don't even think there's air in there, do they? It's dry. That's some cotton mouth. <laughs> Dry as a dead dingo's donger. That's correct. <laughs> now, Loz, I know a lot of these people. What are you? You're a glass half full. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, and so are you. I'd like to think. Yeah. And you too, uh, producer Tommy. I'd like to think Overflowing. we're all, yeah, yeah, pretty positive people, I would have thought. Unless Port have lost. Oh, yeah. Well, that is true. And then the yeah. glass is empty and we have to go and do routine checks on him. <laughs> <laughs> Book him in for a room again. <laughs> again. <laughs> anyway, um, oh. a mate of mine is... Well, basically the empty glass loss. It yep. is, yeah. Uh, it, it's not safe. It's unsavoury. It's not mm-hmm. right whatsoever. Yeah. But he wandered down to the home lottery, the mm-hmm. brand new home. I don't even know where it is. Somewhere. Stunning. Yeah. Somewhere along the the beautiful beaches of Adelaide, and it is magnificent. Aren't they just? They're outrageously beautiful. Well, they're unbelievable. But the other thing, like they throw in cash, and there's it's, other prizes as well. It's scary how someone's life can just change that quickly yep. and that person's just walking around right now and they have no idea. Correct. And people win them. Like oh. we call them up and, and tell them sometimes yeah, on air. That's right. And you're talking to Judy and she's suddenly a millionaire. That's right. While she's on the phone to you, she's become a millionaire. Exactly. And she now has a fourth house. Because <laughs> <laughs> they always go to the people that don't need it. <laughs> no, that's not true. What oh. about the, the couple from Burundi who had negative $60 in their bank account. Oh, really? Haven't you heard the refugee couple? No. Nah, One of the craziest that. things. When he was getting her her bank details to make the transfer, <laughs> he looked and saw she had negative $60. Oh, that's incredible. So, okay, hats yeah, off to them. Okay. But other than them, no one, you know what I mean? No. It always goes to the third house of Glenelg no. South. No. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about the glass half. One of my mate, horrible at it, okay? So it goes negative down there. Nearly, yeah. That's it. Goes straight down there and texts me and sends me a couple of photos of it actually going, mm-hmm. heck, it's this, whatever. And uh, I just said, oh, did you buy a ticket? He goes, yeah, I did. I did. He goes, no, my luck, I'll win it. And all the bedrooms are upstairs, but I can't do that because I've got a crook back. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a crook back. The bedrooms are up there. Oh, God forbid, mate. He thinks it would be unlucky to win it. Unlucky to win it no, because it's like, I'll get it. No, I can't even walk upstairs. Yeah, as if you wouldn't put a bedroom down the bottom like, like a normal house. Oh, you could not. Buy a ticket and just get on with your miserable life, yeah. your dirty dog, well, your Debbie Downer. You win the extra 250 large on the side. Yeah. You could probably do maybe a reno into it, That's loss. right. Yeah. Put a cot, put a cot in the kitchen, mate. <laughs> just a sle- sleeping bag out the front would do me. <laughs> what about you? You got I, I went to um, Sydney with a family friend and the dad's really, he's just, it's really, really hard to impress him. Okay. Like he's got insanely high standards, and we got we went to this hotel. It was insanely beautiful. Yeah. It, it was like it looked like something out of a James Bond film. Got you. 
And we went into one of the rooms that, and he booked it for us. Like it was a very generous thing of him to do. And we're all looking around going, oh, my God, it's so gorgeous in here. And he's going, mm, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's all right. It's not bad. Anyway, we get into the room that me and my friend are staying in and he walks in and he looks over and his eyes sort of dart over to the corner and he walks over to the corner and he picks up off the carpet maybe a two-centimetre long piece of thread and he goes, "Ah, I missed a bit. (laughs) No! No! Sky-high Sydney penthouse apartment. (laughs) The devil's in the detail, girls. There's a bloke, there's a famous story up in the Adelaide Hills, Loz. There is a, an electrician up there who has made bank, okay, like right. an incredible amount of money. He's done very well for himself, yeah. very successful. Once won a fully all-paid-for trip to Vietnam, okay? I'm talking yeah. flights, accommodation, the whole work, yeah. spending money, whatever. Yeah. His first words to me was, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've already been to Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> Loz and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Venus. <laughs> Nine. The Loz and Tomo podcast. Loz, now we all know that you absolutely adore an inspirational, motivational That's quote, don't bullshit. we? Bullshit, I do not. <laughs> I struggle with quotes, but I write down ones that kind of tickle me. Yeah, I okay. To just keep in the arsenal because I, I, I struggle with quotes when they're used in excess, but I do think there is no bigger power move than a, a well-placed quote in a chat. Yeah. When someone, when you're talking to someone and they're down in the dumps and you, you hit them with something spicy that can get them through, mm. like the, oh, I don't want to use Are it you serious? See, I'm not, I'm not like that whatsoever. You're not a quoter? Nah, because You're not a notable quotable if, man? If I was really down in the dumps and I was talking to you and you, and you, <laughs> you know, you said a quote to me. Live, laugh, laugh. Well, either something like that or, you know, don't count your days, make your days count or something like that. <laughs> like, I, that would really just send me off if I'm being brutally honest about it, Lost. Oh, well, you know what I always say? You can do the drugs, but don't let the drugs do you. Oh. Oh. Is it time for a quote-off? It's a quote-off time, mate. <laughs> We're trying to find some of our favourite quotes that we can sort of run with in everyday life. And let's actually, let's bring the quote back. Let's bring the quote back. Okay. I want people to start writing down quotes in their phone like me in the notes section. <laughs> So that they can go to the toilet at the pub, refresh their quotes. Oh, no. Rehearse them and hope no one else is in the next cubicle because that's embarrassing. Well, put this one in the notes, mate. Mm -hmm. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. (laughs) All right. Go on, raise that. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. Loz. Yeah. It does not matter how good you are. Mm. It's just how bad you want it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mate, lies are like hungry dogs in the cellar. (laughs) They always find a way to get out. Oh. I'm really up. Okay, what do you got? Either you run the day, Loz. Yeah. Or the day runs you. All right, what have I got in here? Let me scroll. <laughs> you know what they say, Tomo? Mm-hmm. All art is relative, but all your relatives are not necessarily art. Oh! <laughs> Bit far, mate. <laughs> You're a prick, and that's a quote from me to you. <laughs>
$30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Now, Loz, obviously uh, doing Rudits and Loz, Triple M Breakfast here in Adelaide, and I'm yeah. hearing a member down this week. Producer Jared, mm. um, I don't know how he did it, but it had something to do with an electric lawnmower. <laughs> an electric lawnmower. Yeah. Well, that's your first issue. <laughs> no. Like... Isn't he meant? Oh, we're meant to be real tough, no. brute, strong men here at Triple M, and we're well, running with electric lawnmowers. So the thing is, is that Jared and me are like massive like hippies when it comes to the environment, and oh, we always get grief God. from everyone else because they're always like, "Oh, come on, Joe, a bit of grunt," and we're always talking about recycling and stuff. And Jared's gone out and bought an electric mower, and guess what? It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. So his dad's had to bring over a, a gasoline one. Yeah, yeah. And they're carrying a gasoline one. <laughs> Petrol? Yeah, I don't know. G- gasoline. Mate, I don't know. What's the difference between gasoline and petrol? I, I don't actually know, but I've never heard a, just a, a two-stroke or a four-stroke petrol mower. But isn't gasoline? This gasoline. Hang on, isn't gasoline the same as petrol? Gasoline. When you say I've got to put gas in the car? No, it's gas, not gasoline. Oh no, gasoline. Is that different? Gasoline's a thing that Kevin McAllister <laughs> dipped the ropes in. And then dropped him down on Home Alone 2 and Harry and Marv are climbing up and he set the bastards on fire. <laughs> That's gasoline, mate. To be fair, petrol would have worked the same. <laughs> like, we are, we're in Hang Australia, on. just name it petrol. Hang on, Tommy, I'm going to need you to Google the difference between gasoline and petrol, please. It's, it's the same it up, thing, Jamie. but it's just how you say, like you don't say yeah, gasoline in gasoline. Australia. Yeah. Oh, what, is it like saying a cell phone or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I guess so. Diapers you know. and... Catch up with dad and mom. This may shock you, but I don't have a lot of experience with lawnmowers and what goes in them. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bit late to the beach. I've got to go fill up the bus with gasoline. (laughs) It just doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? I say we let this go. (laughs) (laughs) The petroleum lawnmower. (laughs) That's it. Petroleum. (laughs) Okay. So... He filled it up with petrol. There you go. And they were carrying it down the stairs and he tripped and hurt his ankle, okay? He's he's popped two ligaments in his ankle, which means, for some reason, he has to work from home for the rest of the week. (laughs) Hasn't this changed from on and off there, Tommy? Like, she was backing him up at the start going, nah. He's done some real damage to his ligaments in his ankle. I think he should look after his health. This is the... What Will said. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I work with a bunch of people who are like... It's like, what's that scene in Lethal Weapon when they're comparing their scars? Like, well, I got hit by a car. Well, I got this. Well, I got that. And everyone's like, well, I came in when my knee was reconstructed. I came in with uh, COVID. And you're like, well, you shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh, wait, no, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Which just comes straight from the Woodville Pizza Bar. <laughs> uh, but his doctor told him he's like, no, you have to stay home no, and keep it elevated. Doctors, they talk crap. Okay, they do. You thing. can you can cut things. If they doctors Mate. or physio going, oh, six to eight weeks, cut it now. You... It's three to four at the tops. Like you can't. Wait, you telling me you can't come in and produce a radio show with a sprained ankle? It's not a. It's a pretty serious injury. He's in a moon boot. He can't walk on it. Has to be elevated twenty four seven. It's hard. He's got. He can't drive in. He's got to get a lift with someone. Like can't, it's can't go for a two k run, mate. Sorry, I got a toothache. Like where are we at? I. I don't know how to explain. If you don't already know that those two things are drastically different, then I'm not going to waste our time by trying to explain it to you. Can't drive, sorry. Broke my nose. The, the, days, the 
days of being the tough guy who ignores his doctor and shows up are over. We just get it done. No. Get in, get it done. It's not get hot. Get the hours on the clock. It's not hot to put your health second oh. anymore. You've got to take care of yourself. It's like when a plane goes down, you put the oxygen mask on you before you do anyone else. Yeah. And that's what you do. You and do. it only goes down if it runs out of gasoline. Laws <laughs> and Tomo. I hate that podcast. $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Now, Loz got back from the honeymoon last weekend, which was fantastic. Went over to Melbourne to the Australian Open, um, which was great fun. Was fantastic. A, a lot, copping a lot of shite as well for going to Melbourne for the Australian Open for the honeymoon, Loz. It was an interesting choice. Mm. Um, but I know your partner really likes tennis. Yeah. So it was not, I think people probably assume it was for you, but I actually think it was probably more for her. Well, I actually don't really get into the tennis at all, yeah. except the Australian Open every year, because I do, I do love that um, type of tennis, that type of tournament. Anyway, we had a whole How much money fun. do you owe them? Uh, plenty. <laughs> yeah. Mm, plenty. Cash for comments. Is this what's, what, what this break is about? I think we're off to Wimbledon next. <laughs> <laughs> tennis court being put in your backyard right That's now. That's it. They call me Rod Laver. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we went over there, which was fantastic. But And I know we've had this conversation together on air, off air so many times, but mm. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the aeroplane unwritten rules, okay? Oh, yeah. So the amount of t- – and we were very lucky. We had checked uh, luggage because we were staying for three nights. Just put Must in, be nice. That's it. So just put in the um, luggage and mm. all happy days. So I n- never had to worry about mm. um, whatever. In my house, if you can't carry it on, it's not coming along. Oh, there it is, yeah. yeah. And because usually the, you get the seven kilo thing from Jetstar, don't you? Mm. And you throw on the jackets and the jeans and whatever. Mm. So you're allowed to wear them on the plane. Yeah, you've got two pairs it, of shoes on each. But it can't go on the overheads, which is in, it's don't. A, I know it's a stupid rule. Isn't don't. It? It's, it's a, so ridiculous. It is a ridiculous. You one. can't put it in the. I've literally had yep. flight attendants tell me take some clothes out of your bag and put them on, and I'm like, but you know that when I'm wearing them, the plane still weighs as much as if it was in the bag. Yeah. And she just looks at you and she goes, "It's it doesn't make. I never said it made sense. I know. It's the rules. I know. Okay, so." Get this one around your noggin, Mm lots. It was a pretty empty plane, okay? So um, there wasn't a whole heap of people on there. Mm -hmm. And three, we were three rows back from Mm -hmm. the exit row, okay? Mm -hmm. The plane had taken off. We were sitting next to a gentleman and there were seats everywhere, okay? So to give him some space, we thought Mm -hmm. we'd leave and to give ourselves some space as well. He was up against the window. I just said, mate. Do you know what? We're just going to run up here. And he goes, go for it. That'd be great. Fantastic. He goes, you know, I've got to pull out my laptop. Don't want to be in. It was a civil fine chat. Seatbelt signs are off. You're allowed to walk, okay? About the cabin. That's it. I'm in the middle. Charlie's next to me. Charlie goes, oh, I don't don't feel comfortable walking up. I'm like, go up there. It'll be fine. I said, jump in the exit row because no one's in the exit row. And that is bliss, 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 isn't it? Look at you just Loz, running your own race. Three rows up it was on the same side of the plane. Yeah. And Charlie goes up, hops in, I hop in, seatbelts come on. The uh, air hostess comes up and goes, oh, you can't sit here. you got to go back in your normal seat. I'm just like, yeah. okay, happy to go, happy to, to do that. No worries. Um, can I ask why? Yeah. And she goes, oh, it's the balance of the plane um, <laughs> if you're going up. And I'm like, the balance... <laughs> What do you mean? The ba- she okay. goes, left and right, the balance of the plane. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we stayed on the same side. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, but you're further up. And I'm like, so what if two people were sitting there originally? Yeah. And she's just like, no, 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 it's the balance. Of-. 
And I'm like, no, no, no. no. She doesn't know. You Tomo. don't know. No. Let me sit there. Surely. Yeah. What, what's the big issue with that? Well, the big issue is that she will get in trouble and that's more important than you getting to sit where you want to sit. If I'm her... Yeah. And I can choose between getting told off from my boss or letting you sit where you want to sit. Couldn't you turn a blind eye to that, Loss? Couldn't I turn a blind eye? No, because she's being watched. Hmm. See, so I just don't know. Yeah, but why should be she? Hang why, on. why would she get in trouble for that? Because of the balance of the playing time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cult! Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. So I think a lot of people assume because I do such early mornings mm. that I am a nap connoisseur. Mm. But uh, the nap has um, turned into my enemy yeah. and I've had to – basically I had a napping problem. I couldn't control myself right. and I would go down for a nap at 11 and I'd wake up at 6pm. No. I couldn't get out of bed. Nah, my I body just felt like I was doing a full – Shift, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I can't dip my toe. I'm not a dip of the toe person. I'm feast or famine. I'm yep. in or out. So a nap to me is someone who, who's good with moderation. I'm not good with moderation and nah. self-control. So, and a lot of people, and I respect them for it, they'll do the nap, but they'll set their alarm for an hour or something like that. 20-minute naps uh, blow my mind. And then they're up and into it. I don't know how people... It takes me 20 minutes to get off it, it, to fall oh, asleep. Hang on. <laughs> Jinx. And that's on a good day. Yeah, and that's for the fourth time. What? <laughs> But the, the, I, I think it's having such a big experience with naps, I've figured out the, the four nap categories. Okay. So you've got the car nap. Yeah, and I've actually nap. seen Soda do a car nap. Oh, yeah? I don't know. It was sort of after the show when he was just having it because he's such a busy man. Oh, yeah, he's everywhere. He's got like seven media jobs yeah. and a family. That's he it. needs a quick kip. He, he goes to his family for a holiday. <laughs> That's right. you got the car nap. you got the little couch nap. Mm. This could be at the office. It could be at home. Well, it wouldn't be at the office, I wouldn't have thought, mate. What do you mean? It's just totally unprofessional. I well, would some have people have couches in their office. Yeah, but you're not like, sleeping at your office. Yeah, surely. yeah, yeah. I've got mates who are lawyers. They've got their own office. What they sleep at their office. So they've got a couch and they they just go what, down what, for twenty minutes when they knock off or during the day or when they're in between like, in between meetings. I'm mate, just going to have a nap. You've been on the job site for too long. You oh, don't know what goes incredible. on in these places. It's very normal for so people. You're to telling have... me a lawyer could rock up to a meeting and half an hour before he was stacking zeds. <laughs> Absolutely. What creases in the no, Ralph Lauren shirt, mate? <laughs> no, they 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 take that off and they hang it up. Have you not seen the little oh, coat hangers and stuff where they put this the suit is, jacket this is and stuff? Extraordinary. This is a real peep into the white collar life. It is, <laughs> and those collars they stay white because <laughs> they put them on that rack and they have their naps in their little t-shirts. Heavens. So you've got the, as I was saying, car nap, uh, couch nap could happen in the office. You've got the bed nap, which is mind-blowing. People who go into their own bed for a nap, it's a very confusing for the body situation. Mm. Your body's like, what's going on? Where are we going? Is it nighttime? What's happening? I'm getting into bed. Firm firm bed nap. You're a a bed nap, Tommy. Yeah, that's where I sleep. No. My bed. In your port sheets. In my port sheets, yeah. Oh, we need to sort that out. Single bed. We've got to help you, mate. (laughs) Okay, and this one I think is the most dangerous and devastating of all the naps. What's that, Loz? It's called the gene nap. The gene nap? It's the nap you take that is in your genes and it's not meant to last more than half an hour, but you went down at 3 and you wake up at 9pm uh, and I, the house I, is dark nah. and you're wearing your jeans. <laughs> You've missed dinner. And every, yeah, you missed dinner. You're feeling like a piece of <laughs> shite. You're feeling horrible about yourself. You feel sick. You feel nauseous. Now, I understand that the nap is meant to be relaxing, but I can't find a more stressful thing. The like, way you feel when you wake up from a nap nah. is maybe the worst mm. feeling I can describe. So, so I'll nap... 
I'll nap once a week and mm-hmm. it will be Friday night watching the footy after a big week uh, mm. at work, okay? So it'd be Friday. I, I might doze off at three-quarter time. What time's this? I don't know, at like 9.30, maybe 10 o'clock that's at night. That's not a nap. That's, yeah, but that's just bedtime. Well, that's, that's what I do. That's the only time that I don't sleep up when I'm meant to be, when I don't do it on purpose, if you know what I mean. You call that a nap? That's what I This nap. is a nap. Nah. <laughs> Mate, I just do, I, I hate the napping. I, b- I believe it's overrated. See, what you're describing is the fall asleep on the couch before you get up, wake up and drag yourself to bed. Okay, so let's name a worse feeling than that because yeah. there's not. And your your partner or someone's left you there on yeah. the couch. I get really disappointed in Charlie yeah. when she leaves me there. <laughs> yes. And she goes, I told you three times. And I <laughs> yeah. said, I don't care. Tell me four. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like being divorced. It is. Yeah. You know, I'd nearly rather that. Yeah. <laughs> and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Wiener Schnitzel. Nine. The Loz and Tomo Podcast. Now, Loz, been a few changes in 2023 into the radio industry here in Adelaide. Mm. Um, some new shows on at different stations. So I was doing yeah. what we'd like to call a little bit of market research. Oh, yeah, when you, when you spy on other That's shows. It. Uh, just a, a little bit of a flicker in the car and have a... Why well, can I see you in your car in the dark in the shed like, oh, what's going on on that station? <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't like that. It's just when I'm driving, just a little bit here and there. Wife Charlie going, you are right there, mate? Yeah. Why are you wearing a hoodie? They played the wrong sweep. <laughs> They'll never come for us. Anyway, <laughs> I heard uh, this song, an oldie but a goodie, Jason mm-hmm. Derulo from back in the day. Oh, yeah. He dominated that, like, probably our age when we were going out to town mm. or whatever, but he was always the one that yeah. was on the scene. They used to remix him into a few things that the clubs was. They, he always had to let you know, though, that it was his song. And Jason Derulo at the beginning it. of every song. He released another one at the start of the year and dropped his name into it, which is staggering. I don't know if Bob Dylan did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know by listening to it, then that's that's their problem, you know? <laughs> Nirvana dropping it. Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> 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 Smells like Teen Spirit. It's like the live Shazam, isn't it? <laughs> well, they just want you really to really be sure who you're listening to. Actually, I can understand it more back then rather than now with yeah. today's technology. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, incredible. Anyway, <laughs> but part of that song I think is actually really creepy of Jason Derulo. Okay, okay listen to the backup vocals in this because it sounds like something you'd hear uh, in the bedroom. Yeah, my head. Oh, yeah. Ew. He's a real heavy breather, isn't it? He is. I, why are you making me listen to that? Because I want to bring up something. Okay. Because I heard that and then straight away I just thought, right, we've got a segment here. Orgasmic moments <laughs> in life. Okay. Okay, we're not talking. It, this is everything. Well, is that an orgasmic moment for you? Well, have a listen to him. He's having a real crack. <laughs> yeah, mid-session there, the big who. I feel like we've misunderstood each other here because my moments that I've brought up, I'll give you an example. <laughs> yeah. And look, yeah. I, thought, I thought a good example was... Doggy style? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My head. Oh, yeah. No, we can't. I thought a good example was... Should we cut that out, Aaron? Yeah. Let's start it. No, is it? Tommy, you're the podcast. (laughs) If this is just for the podcast, this is podcast (laughs) over. Okay, so for me, an orgasmic moment in real life was when the indicators 
that were in sync with the music in your car. She came for that. Yeah. I've got lame ones compared to you. What are yours? Well, I reckon an orgasmic moment in life mm. is when you reverse parallel park, first go. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, what about when you wake up mm-hmm. and you're panicked and you check your phone and you've got like four hours until your alarm goes off? What about when you need a couple of ice cubes to go in your drink mm-hmm. and you're just not sure if you filled it up last time <laughs> and you open it up and it's full? That. All right, what about this? Um, and we'll finish on this because I'm sure you haven't got anything better than that. <laughs> <laughs> After hearing your, uh, yeah, okay. your stuff so far. No, when, <laughs> when you wake up hungover. want to be good. <laughs> when you wake up really, really hungover <laughs> and your mouth's dry and everything's in pain and then you roll over and you look on your nightstand and you filled up a massive water bottle for yourself the oh, night before. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Getting you to accept that that was an orgasmic moment yeah. was in itself an orgasmic moment. That was another big O. Yeah. <laughs> $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. I was at the shops uh, the other day. There was a dad mm. and a little boy. Yeah. And he would have been about three. And then the little boy would have been a villain. <laughs> Starting early, big man. <laughs> no, just was, started walking. His little boy was big about walk rooter. His little boy was about three. <laughs> his little boy was about three. He looked about thirty. Right. But the point I'm making is, he looked completely out of his depth. It doesn't oh. look like Dad spends a lot of one-on-one time with this kid. Oh, okay, yeah. And I saw them a few times around the supermarket and this kid was just wreaking havoc and pe- he picked up a watermelon that was almost the size of him and then like fell over and the watermelon cracked. Screams of FIFO worker for me, yeah. Loss, is yep. you've been away from the kids and yep. Yep, you come back and then all hell bloody breaks loose. Mummy's with mummy's with Nan. <laughs> get her hair done. She says she just needs a couple of days to get her head right. <laughs> so it's just you and me, oh. little Devon. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your father, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so they, they were struggling. Anyway, so we were in the – I ended up in an aisle with them and little fella threw a massive tanty, which yeah. is fine and normal. And kids that age, you know, you should never judge parents because it's just no, – it's, no. it's the hardest job in the world and you don't know what this kid – And both of us aren't parents either, Lots. No, no, and I just I, – I'm sure they're doing the best they can. Absolutely. But what I didn't appreciate oh, was go. the fact that just butter them up and then <laughs> and then whack them down. That's what I think. He um he tried to involve me, a stranger. Yeah. In the negotiations with this child. Mm, this happens to you a bit, actually. Does it? Mm, it's happened a couple of times, hasn't it? Oh no! Not unless really. I've done this break before. <laughs> it could be that. It definitely could be that. I could be reusing something that happened a while ago, Tomo, and then... From two years ago. He tried to involve me, and uh, I was standing there completely minding my own business. Mm -hmm. Kids on the ground about a metre away from me, really, like, having a go, kicking, screaming, 
And the man goes, oh, come on, mate, come on, please. And then he looks up at me and I accidentally give him eye contact and then quickly look away and he goes, the, you, you, you're upsetting the lady. Yes. And I went, oh, no. And I look around to see if there was another woman. It was me. Mm. I was the lady. And you wouldn't have been giving off vibes or anything, but that's what you call clutching at straws parenting loss <laughs> because I'd be involving everyone if I was that human being. Don't worry about that. Oh, he was like, you're going to make the lady sad. She doesn't want to see this 100%. and all this. And I'm like, don't make me the villain. The lady said you can't have a flake either. <laughs> <laughs> the lady says mummy's not coming back. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So I don't know. I was just like. I get it. He's a handful. You don't know what you're doing. Mm. But, mate, I'm an innocent civilian. Don't bring me into your hostage situation. <laughs> oh, God. Poor bastard's just trying to get by. <laughs> yeah, well. Keep his kid happy. Tough up, mate. <laughs> Triple M's Laws and Tomo.